this is AM590 The Answer with your host, Anthony Patrick, Roadmap on Real Estate. My companies are New Harvest Ventures LLC and New Harvest Realty Inc. Our BRE number is 020-13694. You can reach us at 909-694-2221. And uh, one of my team members or myself will answer that phone call. Or you can personally email me at anthonypatrick at anthonypatrick.net with any real estate questions or concerns. With me on my show today is my beautiful wife and one of our uh, one of the most important piece of our, our cog, I should say, our wheel is John Mansour, our real estate attorney. Everybody want to say hello? Hello, listeners. Hi, Anthony. So yeah, today we're kind of doing this uh, a little different because of this coronavirus. And we're going to be going over uh, the coronavirus, uh, what it's done to real estate and the new laws for 2020 for rentals. But that's what we're going to be uh, teaching about today and, and talking about. And I hope this will just... Uh, help you guys understand uh, the new laws and what the virus actually has done to real estate also. So, hey, Mindy, I know we uh, you're also the New Harvest Realty, the, the main member and the best agent. Uh, you know, we're, you know, at the end of the day, my wife's always, you know, we always have to say things and, and stuff like that, but I love my wife to death. How, how do they get a hold of you? Hello, listeners. I am Mindy with New Harvest Realty, and we want to thank you all who have reached out to us. If I can help you find or sell your home, give me a call at 909-297-0425 or email me at mindy at newharvestrealty.com. Thank you, hon. So, hey, uh, again, my guest today is John Mansour with John Mansour Law Group, or Mansour Law Group, I should say, to keep that, uh, because that's also on the website. But, hey, hey, listen, John, how did they get a hold of you, and how did, like, can you tell us a little bit about your company and where it's located? Sure. Uh, my company is a is a law firm. Obviously, we have a, a, a full fully loaded law firm staff uh, attorneys. My company's in um, Ranch Cucamonga, and they can get a hold of us by calling the main office, which is nine zero nine nine four one one six one one. At this point, uh, we are ringing through. We're forwarding all of our calls to our cell phones, so we are uh, you know on call and happy to to respond to people's questions and concerns during this difficult time. Right, yes. right, right. And I, again, thank you for uh, coming on our show today. But I just want to let the people know that the purpose of our show is to educate them and make them understand real estate. Because uh, as we go through uh, this talk and everything, there's just so many people out there. It's about them. And there's so many scam situations. And my, they have to know that, hey, my team has over 140 years experience from every aspect of real estate. And again, you know, we're getting a bunch of calls. It's no harm just to call us. And like I said, we'll guide you in the right direction. So again, um, uh, we have nonprofits that we help out uh, with uh, rental properties that um, we put the U.S. vets, the homeless women of VIE. I talked about it on our shows. You actually can go to the website and we'll talk more about that. Anthony, uh, you can go to uh, New Harvest Ventures at, uh, excuse me, stop there. <clears throat> NewHarvestVenturesLLC.com. So again, we're here to help you. You can reach me at 909-694-2221 or email me at anthonypatrick at anthonypatrick.net. So our topic today is we will be talking about new rental laws for 2020 and the changes to real estate due to the coronavirus. And, you know, God help everybody out there. And you guys just be careful. And uh, today, you know, John's at home and myself and my wife are at our, our office today and you know we're functioning but we can still do this to help you so 
again. So, so John, I got a question for you. How do the new rental laws work in 2020? And what, what changes have you seen? So in, in January of 2020, January 1st to be exact, new laws came into play. And what those laws did was kind of overlay on top of the old laws. But the new laws, essentially, they, uh, they're kind of a makeshift rent control. For certain properties, uh, what they did is they capped the rent increases by 5% plus cost of living. And also what they did is they made evictions for certain properties um, require just cause, right? So you can't just evict somebody if, if they're performing under the contract, under the lease, even the month-to-month -month lease. You can't just evict them on any type of notice. You have to give a reason for eviction. Um, the properties that this applies to, though, uh, are not everything residential. There's exemptions that are important, and the exemptions are as follows. If it's a single-family home owned by an individual or an LLC, the new laws do not affect those people. That's a big exception because they carved out essentially the mom and pop landlords who have one rental property and they own it individually. What I would advising people who have are owned have owned properties in a corporation is to immediately transfer that 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 title into an LLC because LLCs are carved out from the law. So. Potentially, you would get the same same exemptions or, or same protections from an LLC that you would from a corporation. Obviously, you need to talk to your tax professional about the tax implications of an LLC versus a corporation. But the LLC is carved out specifically from the new law, and that's that's a way to go if you want to be a homeowner that's exempt from the new laws if it's a single family home. Great. So you know, okay. So keeping on that topic, what about? You know, the, the, they get a stay, so it's a stay on the eviction by the governor due to the coronavirus. So how does that change things also? So, Yeah. Now that overlays on top of everything else. So essentially, it's a, it's a blanket that goes on top of everything else. The governor, you know, last week um, essentially mandated that evictions be stayed until May 31st. Uh, it's not just the governor saying that. Essentially, the courts do, are not processing evictions. So... Obviously, the law works in such a way, or the orders work in such a way where everybody has to use common sense. Uh, it's not a reason for tenants to just stop paying just because, even if they're not financially impacted. They're supposed to keep making payments if they can. But if tenants cannot make payments because of the coronavirus situation, then that's okay. They're going to have to make up the payments later, but understand that there's a stay on evictions until the May 31st of this year, meaning that landlords cannot process those evictions until at least after May 31st. So my concern, and I'm going to go off the topic, but I, I, Mindy and I have uh, properties. And so my thing is, so what happens, I, what I, are we going to see more evictions down the line or is the government going to help them out? Because let's just say, well, you know, and I understand we, we try to, we work with everybody we can. But luckily, we work with a lot of non-profit organizations that, you know, there's $21 million, I think, just alone in San Bernardino that we're helping, uh, you know, they're helping assist the homeless with their rents. But so the people right now could end up, they have no jobs or not working, could end up in eviction no matter what still five, six months from now because, you know, they can't pay next month. You know what I mean? So what, what landlord rights do we have for eviction? Is it, you know... Is there a rights that we have, or what are you seeing? Well, we hope that the stimulus package that's being discussed right now 
in Congress actually allocates money to people who can't meet their lease obligations? Because it, we're all connected as one big machine, right? So if tenants can't pay landlords, landlords can go into defaults themselves. I mean, not all landlords are these big um, you know, property barons, right? Some of them ha rely on the rental income to be able to meet their obligations. So it's all one big machine. It's all one big chain. You know, you got to reinforce the chain up and down, not just one part of it. So we hope that the stimulus package would allow the tenants to at least make their obligations to the landlords, thereby empower, you know, thereby strengthening the landlord's financial position. Um, landlords' rights right now are being suppressed in exchange for the more, the the arguably more um, vulnerable tenants. So right now, landlords kind of are are on a stay until May 31st. They can't do much about it, even if the tenant doesn't pay. Eventually, they'll get their rights back to, to evict people. But what kind of damage that does to landlords, it's still arguable at this point. We don't know. But see, they don't understand, too. But a lot of people and the landlords, I know, they'll, they'll buy it. You know, it'll be so they bought a two bedroom, one bath when they were a young couple. Then all of a sudden, they moved on, got better lives. And 20 years later, they, or excuse me, 10 years later, they ended up buying another property and now they rent this out so you know it could bring that not all landlords are buying everything for cash so that, that's what worries me at, at, at this point like you know people who finance I, I just want to tell people out there hey, if you can pay your rent pay your rent because at the end of the day you know the landlords could lose his property you right. know but what about the people that don't, don't get me wrong it's just like uh, we'll talk about this more but I just see sometimes that people want to take advantage of the system and, and, and then the landlord gets screwed down the line. But again, I want these tenants and, and to know that, hey, your landlord doesn't own that house for cash. You know, he bought it for cash. He bought it years ago. Not all, all <laughs> are the same. So at the end of the day, we'll talk more about that. But it's already uh, time to go to the break. So, hey, Mindy, when you... Uh, could you take us to the break, please? I'd appreciate it. <clears throat> Absolutely. You have been listening to Anthony Patrick, Roadmap on Real Estate. Thank you for tuning in. We will be right back after the break to talk more about new rental laws for 2020 and changes to the real estate due to the coronavirus. Hello, this is Anthony Patrick, the owner of New Harvest Ventures and New Harvest Realty. I've been blessed to be a real estate investor and mentor for 15 years here in Southern California. I've learned the art of flipping houses from the ground floor as I started as a handyman. I've helped hundreds of people across the country achieve success in the real estate industry by sharing with them what I have learned. God has blessed my beautiful wife, Mindy, and me with our marriage of 25 years and our real estate business. We are excited to share all we have learned by helping others with their real estate needs. Tune into my new show, Roadmap on Real Estate, Sundays at 2.30 p.m. If you need help in any way with real estate or any questions about investing in real estate, please give me a call at 909-694-2221. Again, that's 909-694-2221. Or go to my website at newharvestventuresllc.com. Or you know what? Email me at anthonypatrick at anthonypatrick.net. AM590 the answer. We are talking on new rental laws for 2020 and changes to real estate due to the coronavirus. Our guest today is John Mansour, 
with Mansoor Law Group. On our first segment of the show, we went over how do the new rental laws work? Number two, what properties do they apply to? Number three, what about stay on evictions by the governor due to the coronavirus? And last, number four, what are landlords' rights in this environment? Thank you, John. This has been a real eye-opener, especially with us having rental properties. I, I totally agree. So we were talking about like, so John, so this is what I'm looking at and, and what I'm afraid of. Uh, again, um, sometimes people, and you know as well as I do, and, and you've been a lawyer for you know a long time, but people try to take a, you know, try to come up or, and not all, you know what I mean, but just try to uh, work the system. You know what I mean? So it, 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 if I can understand, hey, if you're losing, if you lost your job, times are tough. Yeah, we're going to work with you. But do you see anybody? I mean, what happens to the ones that have jobs? And it's like, okay, I can save money and then get away with it. You know what I mean? Do you see anything like that? Or maybe it's the wrong question to ask? Or what are your well, thoughts? Well, of course, I see something like that. Because, you know, some of the, a lot of these laws are well-intentioned laws. Uh, you know, but people take advantage of the law. And the, the problem isn't the laws so much most of the time. Most of the laws are actually pretty functional and, they, and they're reasonable laws. The problem comes out of people really taking advantage of things to the extent where it puts a lot of pressure on the system that it can't handle people's, um, you know, kind of unpredictable actions, right? I mean, look at the people that are buying, you know, 16 cases of toilet paper. Who's going to ever go to go through that stuff? Ever. Right. How are you ever going to go through that stuff? But people are just irrationally doing things sometimes out of fear. So, you know, to step out of my lawyer shoes for a second and do a public service announcement, if you're a tenant who can meet their obligations because you have a viable job that you're going, thank God first, and then meet your financial obligations to keep your landlord at least from getting foreclosed on, worst case scenario, because it's the morally right thing to do. Yes. Definitely, definitely. So what are tenants' rights in this environment then right now? So what are, what are their, right, their rights? Well, if a tenant is truly having a, a problem paying rent, their, their rights actually are to stay in the property until at least May 31st, potentially with no payment at all because there's no evictions at all at this point. But understand that eventually it's going to catch up to you, right? So you're going to have to make those payments back once you're able to do it. So those are those are some things that tenants can 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 um, exercise right now if they're truly in financial distress. So okay, so what about I'm going to change it up here and it's it's similar, but what about like the mortgage? Like let's you know I have a mortgage and I don't see the mortgage you know a lot. I'm I'm talking about that first home time the first time home buyer that bought their home and they have a mortgage and they've been steadily kicking you know doing well. All of a sudden, their kids are home. They have no babysitters that, you know, which sometimes school is a babysitting uh, system. You know, it is what it is. That's how I see it. But I'm um, and you know, of course, to education and things. But what do you see as far as like, what about mortgage or uh, uh, the mortgage? Right. Well, I don't I, ha I don't I'm not aware of anything right now that would stop mortgages from being paid. I'm assuming that something is going down the coming down the line with this new stimulus package, maybe from the governor or something like that. But I agree with you. Everybody across the board is being hit by this. Uh, it's and it's something that you know from from the courts being closed, to attorneys being affected, judges, judges being affected, they're not going to work. To to the you know um, 
to the convenience store workers. I mean, all these people are being affected across the board. That's why I kind of started by saying that any stimulus package really has to enforce the chain all the way up and down. You can't enforce any one part of the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that hopefully the Congress keeps that in mind. And yes, maybe people need some mortgage relief, and they should get some. Yeah, but at the end of the day, even the relief that all I all I see is that bill you put back at the end of the 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 you know the loan. You know what I mean? Because I don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, that mortgage company is going to want their money. That's just my thought. But right. hey, I got a question for you. So how do I sell my home right now? I mean, is it, what are your thoughts on that? And you know. Um, and I know, Mindy, if I'm correct, there's a new form that uh, they have, I think, John, uh, on the, uh, the coronavirus. Uh, R forms mm-hmm. with something with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, John? Yeah, I mean, people are people are selling their homes right now. Um, realtors are active. Realtors mm-hmm. are advised not to have face to face meetings with people because of the stay at home order, obviously, by the governor. But. Realtors are active online. Realtors are actively working. Realtors are actively trying to close deals. Uh, there is a new coronavirus addendum that the CAR put out, the California Association of Realtors put out. And that is an additional protection for buyers. Uh, if they want to enter into a contract with a seller, it's additional protection that that essentially allows them to cancel the contract if their finances get hurt through the corona because of the coronavirus situation. So that that exists. Uh, the contract is buyer protective anyway, but the coronavirus addendum adds another layer of protection for buyers as well. Okay, so how do I buy my home right now? So should I be, you know, from just, you know, I know it's, should I be scared? And I see a lot of my agents uh, that we have, like that the people don't want to buy right now. So I believe, and I know banks are taking it a little longer. So uh, should I be scared or should I continue to go? I mean, you know, I, I believe, you know, we live in the United States, especially in California, things will always come around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see loans taking longer. So should I buy a home right now? Well, like you said, things will come around. What does that mean? That means it does not matter at what point in a roller coaster you jump on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because if you're, it's a long-term hold for you. If it's a long-term house, if it's a 10 plus year uh, living situation, it does not matter at what point in the roll, on the roller coaster you jump on. You cannot you cannot time the, the bottom. You cannot time the top. So, look, you know, as a buyer, you can look for some good deals. Uh, jump on when you can. Um, a lot of realtors are going to virtual tours. A lot of them are capable of that platform. You can look at houses virtually with the with the internet and all of these different photographs and videos of, of the house you're trying to buy. You can certainly submit an offer sight unseen and then subject to later seeing it and lock it up under contract. So there's a lot of different ways buyers are, are, are you know, meeting these challenging times. So quick question. So do I have to or should I move if I've sold my home? I know there's just I'm just looking at all kinds of different ways people. I do a lot of softball and stuff like that. And the coaches are always looking for an advantage or even baseball and all that, or even any type of sports you're looking for the advantage. So let's just say I sold my home. So do I have to move because of this virus outbreak or what are your, what, what should, uh, you know, you should, what should they look for? What do they need to know? And that's a tough question. And the reason is because it has implications down the road, you know, down the line. So you can say to a to a seller who already closed on the house and a buyer wants to move into their house, obviously, you can say to a seller, well, the, the governor right now is saying stay at home so you can push that button and stay at home, right? But where does that leave your buyer? 
where does it leave your buyer? So your buyer is going to be out on the street. I mean, right now, as I speak to you right now, there's not a lot of options for people to, you know, to go to a hotel, for example. Mm-hmm. So your buyer can't go to a hotel. And, and, if, and if they can't move into your house, where are they going to go unless they go with family, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't have any family, what do they do, right? Or if their family is not willing to take them in in this time because they have elderly people in the house or something or young kids, what do they do? So people need to act reasonably and responsibly. So if the seller can move somewhere else, they should, even though, even if they don't have to move because everybody's being asked to stay at home by the governor. Um, I have a situation now where essentially the buyer uh, doesn't want to move. However, the house they're moving into, they're, they're buying a house, the move, house they're moving into is vacant. So the buyer is trying to sell their property to move somewhere else. The place that they're moving into is vacant. The place that they're in right now, their buyer wants to move into, but they don't want to move. That's not really reasonable, right? Right. If the house is vacant. They need to move. They can't stay home because it has implications down the line that are that are unintended consequences. Wow. So, so can I hire? Like, okay. So, can I hire a contract right now to do work at my home? Or, I mean, I know the plumbers and handyman and stuff could still come out, but. How about a contractor to start doing work to a new kitchen or stuff like that? Or is it just handyman work or plumbing type of work? Yeah, as far as my interpretation of the of the stay-at-home order, essentially contracting is an essential business. So if you need work on your house, uh, contract, you know, pull the plug on, you know, call the contractor, get them out. You actually may be able to get a good rate for contractors right now if you can do that, because a lot of them are probably uh, you know, losing some business right now, you probably get some good bids, some really recent reasonable bids right now to do work. So if that's what you're planning on doing and if you have the cash to do it, do it. Great. Great. So John, again, how do they get a hold of you and what's your website? Um, thank you for coming on our show, but uh, you know, I can talk to you all day with just your knowledge is mm-hmm. to me just is awesome. So how do they get a hold of you again? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, sure. My, uh, my phone number is 909-941-1611. It'll ring to our office and forward to our cell phones. My website is mansoorlawgroup.com and my email is john at mansoorlawgroup.com. That easy. Thank you very much. Like I said, it's been an honor to have you. And you're like, again, uh, you're a big part of all the time of real estate transactions and anything that we do. So again, thank you for coming on our show and bless you and you and your family. And I, I believe you guys, your son was a little sick and stuff like that. So Again, um, we had to do this differently. You're at home and we're in our office. So Thank, thankfully, you know, nothing, maybe, nothing serious. Mm-hmm. Nothing serious, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, no, I understand, I understand that. I understand that. Tremendously, you know, actually, we just all have to be safe. You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, no, yeah, I understand that. But I, I don't care. Just a little thing or something like that. So, at the end of the day, uh, thank mm-hmm. you again. And precaution is all. And I, I tell people, precaution. Just be precautious. That's all we have to do. A little sniffles. I don't care. Kids, anybody who it is, please stay at home. and. And, and go by these guidelines they set for us. So, hey, Mindy, could you take us out? Absolutely. Don't forget, if you're looking to buy or sell your home, give me a call at 909-297-0425 or email me at mindy at newharvestrealty.com. God bless. Make someone smile today. Pay it forward. And thank you for listening. Hello, this is Anthony Patrick, the owner of New Harvest Ventures and New Harvest Realty. I've been blessed to be a real estate investor and mentor for 15 years here in Southern California. I've learned the art of flipping houses from the ground floor as I started as a handyman. 
I've helped hundreds of people across the country achieve success in the real estate industry by sharing with them what I have learned. God has blessed my beautiful wife, Mindy, and me with our marriage of 25 years and our real estate business. We are excited to share all we have learned by helping others with their real estate needs. Tune into my new show, Roadmap on Real Estate, Sundays at 2.30 p.m. If you need help in any way with real estate or any questions about investing in real estate, please give me a call at 909-694-2221. Again, that's 909-694-2221. Or go to my website at newharvestventuresllc.com. Or you know what? Email me at anthonypatrick at anthonypatrick.net.